damn it, I need this right now. When I was a child, I, I never enjoyed the smell of certain foods, particularly cheese. Now, as an adult, I find the smell of especially cooked cheese or cooking cheese fucking incredible. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to part two of the previous episode. We did take a week off. Welcome to the continuation of 1990 What. I am your host, Michael Joseph, and my tired host across from me, which is my fault because I'm an hour and a fucking half late, is my co host, Adam Michael Adam. Hey, Mike. Glad, hey, glad you're here. I'm so sorry it took me forever. I really am. I feel really bad. Oh, it's all right. I had a a little uh, a little nap in the chair while I was waiting for you. So, man, all is well. That's cool. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Uh, here in America, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, if you are in other parts of the world, I still hope, if you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful week with the people that you love, and I hope that you understand that your life is precious, and that, um, you should take some time to be thankful, and, uh, I know I was. Adam, how was your holiday? Oh, man, it was great. We, uh, we, we took it pretty easy compared to some other years, and, uh, spent some good time with family. Yeah. And Ate some great food, watched some oh, good man. football. Absolutely. The sport and of football. It was great just to have a few days off and, uh, you know, relax with the kids. Shit. And yeah. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome, good man. Time. How about you? What yeah, you no, doing? same. I drove out to outside of Houston, Texas. It was about a three-hour drive for me personally. And I spent a day and a half with family, some of whom I had not seen in an abundance of about eight years. I was extremely, miraculously happy to be around family. I find that the older I get, the more that I'm when when I'm surrounded by my family. I I I do. I I look around while we're all conversing, and I think, son of a bitch, man. I'm I'm very very lucky. I'm very very happy because you hear about stories of people that, oh God, Christmas. Oh God. Holidays, oh, family, oh, I can't, someone shoot me in the head. There's always those stories. Thankfully, I cannot relate to uh, stories like that. I, I, I love my family. I was so happy to see them. I love seeing uh, um, also the pride and happiness that my mother, um, I felt for my mother. She was so happy that I could make it because, uh, you know, most Thanksgivings, uh, it's just difficult for me to get there. I, you know, a lot of times yeah. people take time off for Christmas, and they take a lot of time off for Christmas, and they don't, you know, they sacrifice Thanksgiving so they can uh, have a lot of Christmas time with their family. I've been doing that for so long, and this is the first year when I just went ahead and made a drive, even for a short time, and it was well worth it. That's great, dude. Yeah, it's uh, you know, those moms they just love having the mm. whole family together and. It's my dad to, too. I know my dad feels the same way, and yeah. I and I definitely can feel that from him as well. I was very happy to see them. 
Yeah, well, we had a we had a pretty nice time. Uh, I mean, most of the people I was with, I, I get to see a lot of the time anyway. My family's all pretty close together here, and um, it's you know, it's always great. It was like it was perfect Thanksgiving weather, and yeah. Like just yeah. that classic fall feeling, you know, autumn autumn winds, cool temperatures, oh yeah, falling leaves. Yeah, really beautiful time. Yeah. Beautiful. This is a, I mean, not to brag on our hometown too much, but the DFW area is a great place for for Thanksgiving. It's always just perfect fall weather. It really is. Uh, we're having we're having some uh, incredible weather right now. Uh, looks like it's gonna be kind of warm on like Thursday or something this week or Friday. It's gonna be like seventy eight or something, like a little out of the ordinary warm. But uh, that'll be fine. I don't, I'm not really worried. Adam, if you could remind me and the audience where we left off last, uh, the week before last. Right. We're in the year 1993. Ah, yes. Which is where we first started. Mm, yes. And um, we're going to continue with a segment we've started to call The Sorting Hat. The Sorting Hat. And if you would How like to that? reach into Absolutely. The Sorting Hat here, you're Ladies picking right gentlemen. now a TV show from the year 1993. Television show. Ladies and gentlemen, my hand is in the Sorting Hat. It is in the Sorting Hat. It is looking for an answer, looking for something I believe I've chosen. Adam, will you read the verdict of the Let's choice? See. Oh my goodness. This is a pretty good choice here. You pulled out Mighty Morphin. No shit. Did you used to? Did you ever watch Power Ab- Rangers? Mike? Absolutely, I watched the fuck out of this show. Yeah, me too. I remember the first Saturday morning when I saw this show. This was, I believe, the first thing that I was pretty into. I remember being like completely captivated by this. I don't know of anything before, but I remember like coming home extraordinarily excited to uh, partake. And the indulgence of uh, the Colored Rangers. Yeah, oh, so shit. I had been a big Ninja Turtle kid. Um, you know, I, I liked, I, I was into a lot of things yeah. when I was a little kid. Like uh, Superman and Batman. Like yeah. uh, when when I was five years old, the, the first Tim Burton Batman movie came out. And I was like super excited for it. The marketing was like out of control yeah. for that movie. And so I was into that. Then later I was into Power Rate or uh, Ninja Turtles and other stuff like that. Oh, this is the version that Is has this like the long the, version? This is like a four minute long version of the, the f- song. Dude, that guitar lead at the beginning. It's <laughs> pretty yeah, sick, it's dude. <laughs> that, <that's laughs> as soon as really I started good. having it, I kind of, I was trying to listen to you. But then I heard that and was like, whoa, I wonder if I could play that. That's cool. Yeah, I've never heard this part of this song. Before. Well, let's crank it up and let's listen to that. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, so um, the show was crazy. I, I don't know. It it had like some. It reused some footage from a Japanese version of the show, 
and like so sometimes like the villains were you could tell their their mouths weren't saying the words in English that you were hearing really and um man I was just I was super into this show like yeah. it, it was right up my alley at the right time and I remember like seeing things on 2020 or the news saying that it was too violent for kids to watch and it would make us all into dangerous troublemakers or something like that yeah. and thinking uh, yeah. I, I hope my mom isn't watching this segment right now oh, or man. paying too close attention yeah I yeah, yeah. The new the news is powerful on our parents. Yeah, so. they're so impressionable. They really are very <laughs> impressionable. <laughs> yeah, old people are really. Uh, yeah, you got to watch what they want. Yeah, uh, listen, watch listen what to they're. I just wanted to do that, the, like the beginning thing again. The little hammer-on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hammer-ons or the tap. I don't know. I, I think that sounded more. I don't think that was tapping. I think it was hammer-ons and pull-offs and stuff. Yeah, dude. One thing I remember about Power Rangers is like, and I don't remember this ever happening with Ninja Turtles, but it like, got uncool to like it. Yeah, that's true. You're like, right. By the by, the age group that should have been liking it, it was like, oh, you like Power Rangers? Oh, you're one of those babies. Yeah, no, you're right. It it, 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 it kind of it fell off. Like, I, I, I got all into it, and I, I even had bed sheets for it and stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah. like, just to protect myself, I told somebody at school that I thought might come over to my house that, um, they weren't my bed sheets, but like I have Power Rangers yeah. bed sheets. <laughs> They're not mine though. They're just on my I ju- bed. I just kind of have them. Uh, I mean, I don't really know why. I think I my know. sister put them on my bed to mess with me or something. What? All right, pick a movie yeah. out of the sorting hat here, ladies and gentlemen. My hand is in the sorting I hat. I don't even remember what I put in I here. I seem a to weeks be. Uh, Could be anything. Trying to pick something. Oh, got one. Last week it was Jurassic Park. Oh my god. Probably Let's will not be that see. good again. What is this, Adam? What do I have? Oh, this this says Mrs. Doubtfire. No way! Yes! Oh. 1993. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude, I love... Oh, it's a fantastic movie. Robin exactly, Williams, an absolute hero. I know exactly what song to play for this. Absolute hero of comedy, hero of acting, and hero of entertainment. Sir, may you rest peacefully. We miss you. We love you. Your work is important and the world is less without it had it not been around the world would be less i knew you were going to play this song very good very good indeed yeah this is doubtfire i remember we went to see mrs doubtfire in the theater really and uh like it was different back then you uh you couldn't buy tickets ahead of time yeah. back then. Yeah, no. And um, I remember when we got to the theater, we were, like, picking a movie to see. Yeah. My older brother, Matt, wanted to watch 
Three Musketeers, which oh, we played a song from last time. Yeah. And um, we played that, you know, that Brian Adams and mm. Sting mm-hmm. and somebody else, Rod Stewart or something. Dude, Brian Adams, love him. Yeah, Been listening to him a lot these past two weeks. That song was okay sometimes, but sucked some of the other times. Yeah, it was a great song. And, uh, it, and sometimes chorus, it, was, it really blew everybody ass. Everybody loves it. And, Every, uh, there, were, there were times when it was a fucking shit show. Well, I mean, you know, that's a completely yeah. incorrect was, It was diarrhea it, rain It's an in opinion, my but it's wrong. Yeah, my um, eyes are infected because of poop. But anyway, uh, my brother wanted to see that, and uh, everybody else wanted to see Mrs. Doubtfire. And so we went to Mrs. Doubtfire, and he went in grumpy about it. Yeah. But um, I, he ended up loving it because yeah. it's, you know, a comedy classic. It, oh, my God. Yeah, James Bond is in that movie. Oh, yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, he plays a guy named Stuart. It's St- funny. I, I just watched, I just rewatched this movie, like, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, and it was, it holds up. It's still super Oh, absolutely. Funny. Yeah, I, I watched it a couple years ago, and it was, it was fucking amazing. Amazing. Yeah, the little girl that plays Matilda is in it. Oh, yeah. She's the cute. Oh. five-year-old daughter. And oh, remember the look of her at her of her face when uh, at the restaurant after he gives uh, Stewart the Heimlich the and saves his life. And, uh, and his, yeah, the spicy shrimp and, and she's just like, Daddy. His face comes off when yeah. he's like doing the Heimlich. And yeah. Um, Help us on the way, dear. Help us on the way. <laughs> Why the hell are you dressed like a woman? Oh, there's some things in it that don't hold up, like, um, like, uh, the, uh, I mean, I, I mean, maybe it was a little ahead of its time, like, it, it had a, a gay couple on it, and, uh, oh, yeah, they, the they same, weren't same. His just brother. the butt of a joke, um, but still, there were some really stereotypical things about it, but, uh-huh. but like, I don't know, I, I just, I, yeah. it still the, is entertaining. Yeah, no, it's an awesome, dude, I love... I did. I remember being a, a kid, and I, I, I didn't understand that. But like those two dudes, I love Uncle those Frank guys. And Aunt yeah, <laughs> those guys were those guys were awesome. And they're like his his brother. Like I, I love his like every, the reactions when they're when they're trying like they're dressing Robin up in different things and the reactions oh, for yeah. every single one. That's a great. Those scene. guys were great. That's a really yeah, funny. Yeah, that's scene. an awesome scene. And um, he just like. He finds ways. I don't know who wrote it, but they find ways to work in all of his like impressions. Dude, and yes, <laughs> that part. And then when he's interviewing for a job, so what do you do? Well, I do voices. I love the best one. I do a great impression of a hot dog. <laughs> Folks, you can't see it, but I I did it, and he looked just like Robin Williams. Fucking just like Robin. If you, if you can only imagine. Um, but yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire, dude looks like Holy a lady. Holy shit! Incredible movie. Inspired one of my favorite jokes on Arrested Development. Mrs. Featherbottom. Mrs. Featherbottom. Tobias. I need to go and rewatch that show. Oh, it's it's an excellent show. I recommend it to all. Holy shit! Yeah, yes. the Netflix seasons. I have to finally admit aren't. Um, living up to the previous. But um, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's still a lot of good stuff in there, and it's really um, intricate plot. But it doesn't quite hold up to the first seasons, which aired on actual television. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, most of the time that's that's the case. Now let's go back. 
we're going to go ahead and jump in to our top 40, actually our top 20, top 20. from the year 1993. This is the top 40 chart. Top 40. Last time we went from 40 to 21. Today we're going from 20 to 1. Awesome. Starting off with Jeanne. Hey, Mr. DJ. At number 20. This spent 13 weeks on the chart, peaking at number 16 from their Platinum album, which uh, which was titled, pronounced Jeanne, because it's spelled Z-H-A-N-E with an accent. Oh, wow. And so they thought, you know, nobody's going to know how to say her name. Let's just title the album How to Pronounce It. That is a clever idea. Props to her for not changing it, but at the same time realizing, guys, look, I know this is difficult, so let me just explain to you like you're a child. It's a continuation of the the R&B that we heard last week. Yeah. Yeah, the the vibe is very similar. The sound is Though I... This I'm I'm not into it though. I remember some of the other songs, the pre uh, earlier in the chart were totally bumping, and I loved them. This I'm not, I'm not really crazy about. Okay. Jeanne. Jeanne, thank you. I prefer Shade, but thank you, Jeanne. Now this name you'll recognize. This is Bobby Brown, featuring Whitney Houston. Ah. Is it a fight? Uh, it's it, well. Let's listen. Maybe, <laughs> it is. Maybe it is, Michael. <laughs> this is called "Something in Common." It spent ten weeks on the chart, peaked at number twelve. This appeared on Bobby Brown's album "Remixes in the Key of B." It's a duet. With his wife, Whitney. The extended intro. I was I was trying to talk right up until he sang, but I ran out of things to say. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sucks, I don't like it. Well, we gotta hear Whitney. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, we do. You're right.
What was that? <laughs> Gotta love Whitney. Yeah, she hit a good note there. Yeah, that was awesome. She's she's awesome. Uh, Bobby, your part was fucking shit. And uh, that's probably why he's always so angry. I don't know, just more of that uh, kind of generic yeah, R&B yeah. sound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I will say. Into it. Um, or at least not the, uh, those songs I wasn't into. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up on this chart. To this point, we've played a lot of, you know, kind of samey sounding yeah. R&B. Yeah. But um, this, one, this one stands out. This is uh, Jimmy Cliff with a cover of I Can See Clearly Now the Rain Is Gone. This was on Cool Runnings. Dude. Yeah. The Jamaican Bob Sled movie. Classic. Dougie Doug. John Candy. John Candy. Great. Great actor. Very funny. Very fat. Jolly. It's jolly. Yeah, you're right. It's jolly. It's the better better word for it. It's jolly. (laughs) May he rest in peace also. Yeah. Oh, he is dead, isn't he? Oh, oh he's yeah. dead since like '94. Oh like, yeah. man, John. This is a cover of a 1972 Johnny Nash song. It spent 26 weeks on the chart, peaking at number seven. I remember hearing this. This I, I, last week I talked about songs that I would hear in my mom's van when she played yeah. KVIL. Yeah, totally. This is one of those for sure. Yeah. I do remember this. I'll call those KVIL classics. Yeah. This is a KVIL classic. KVIL. And I'm, I've always loved this song. Yeah, dude, it's a great song, man. So this optimistic. Is, dude, yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. What a comfortable couch of a song. Yeah, man. Just sit down and sink right into it. Sit down and get eaten. Like the couch the at your mom's house. Yeah, you I you used love to go that sit couch. in that comfy couch and yeah. bury myself in the pillows, and your and mom we, would be like, "Are you cold, Adam?" Yeah, she was are always you, concerned. Are you cold? I'm like, no, I'm just comfy. I love all these pillows on your comfy couch. Yeah. Just thank you. Oh, the brown couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. Well, we, it was yeah. a delight. Yeah, that was that, that was a great couch. That couch was awesome. Yeah. Now we have leather. Oh man, <laughs> dude, going from sunshiny day to everybody <laughs> hurts. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Number sixteen, dude. That's funny. This is a good song though, but it's sadder than a fucking Mumford and Sons Jeez. Thanksgiving. <laughs> R.E.M. with everybody hurts. 
from their four-time platinum album, Automatic for the People. Automatic for the People, yes. Dude, R.E.M. had like a resurgence in the 90s. They, Dude, they were yeah. They were like big in the underground in the 80s and kind of starting to break. And then they just fucking exploded. They were like the biggest band. Like, yeah. Oh, they, were. they had that status, you know. Yeah. This song has become kind of a joke. Yeah. As it's on, you know, it plays under the uh, the celebrity meme tweets. Yeah. On uh, Jim- Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel yeah. But it's it doesn't make it any less good. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. It's beautiful and mournful and it is. It's it's on the nose. Like it's. I mean, everybody heard it. But it's universal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Coldplay wrote the song Fix You. Only this is more of like a lullaby. Fix You is kind of like a dramatic you're coming out of the dirt. This is this is like shh, just go to sleep now. When you wake up tomorrow, everything will be fantastic. But for right now, sleep. Thank you, Michael Stein. R.E.M. There's this there's this podcast I listen to. Yeah. Called um. Well, the the name it's it's a terrible title for a podcast, but it's called "Are You Talking R.E.M. Remy?" Because uh, the hosts Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott also host an, a YouTube podcast called "You Talking You Too to Me," and. I don't know. They oh yeah, they no, that is stupid. Similar I don't like that. Uh, naming. I, anyway, it, it's hilarious podcast. Um, it's a great podcast. Adam Scott yeah. from Parks and Rec. And, He's amazing. Uh, Boy Meets World, and uh, Party Down, Step Brothers. Adam Scott was in Boy Meets World. Yeah, he played a. He remember the bully like Harvey. Yeah. He he replaced him. His name was Griff. And the lackeys like. Oh my gosh. Joey and Frankie, they uh, they they, when Harvey left, they went up. They went with Griff, and uh, you know they they were his lackeys. Wow. Yeah. I gotta revisit that show. Boy Has World. is Boy Meets World anywhere? I think that's a that's one show. Like it, it, I don't know where to start. That one, um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like there's there's a handful of incredibly fucking classic shows that no streaming network has been able to capture yet. No, that's, that's a shame, dude. And once they do. Like, if Fresh Prince was on Netflix, dude, fuck everything else. If Boy Meets World was on Netflix, again, everything else, fuck you. I maybe, mean, uh, there's, there's just a couple of shows that are just like, no, man, I, I don't care about the world right now. Maybe when Disney gets their streaming service going, they can uh, put Boy Meets World on there because they own ABC, right? They yeah. should have the rights to it. Oh, yeah. Perhaps maybe they'll get all of the classic TGIF shows. They might, and those That'd are. I mean, because yeah, there, there's a handful of things that are like because like Hulu has Seinfeld, yeah, which yeah. Um, is the only reason to have Hulu. Um, um King of the Hills on, on and Hulu also, also. Uh, Hulu uh, and has Rick, and Rick and Morty. And Morty. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah, Hulu's got merit. They do. Sure. Yeah, HBO has Game of Thrones and Silicon Valley. I mean, Netflix is definitely the king, but. Do you know this song, Mike? I think so. 
The man has a six octave range. Dude, I start really have some recognition right now. I'll tell you right now. For me, this is the ultimate KVIL classic. This is Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Said I love you, but I lied. Michael Bolton. Dude, nothing screams early 90s, particularly the early part of the decade, like Bolton. Listen to this pre-chorus. Yeah, Mike. Oh man, Michael. Dude, this Dude, is this is like th- th- well, this is like wonderfully poppy <laughs> and just great. Nineteen weeks on the chart. Dude, that's number eight. Oh, that is one hell of a ballad. That's his fucking great. Three-time platinum album, the one thing. I remember. I have this memory of like. Okay, so we had this big brown van. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a minivan. It yeah. was a big. It was a big van. Because we had, I'm the second of six kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, large, of, a lot of children. Large family. At this time, we, we would have only had five because my, uh, my youngest brother, Andrew, was born in 94. 1994. But I have a memory of being in that van at, like early in the morning, like yeah. dawn on like a foggy, misty, rainy day. Yeah. And this song being on KVIL, I'm looking out the window and at the fog, and it's just perfect. I, I think of this song when I think of my mom listening to that station. Yeah. 103.7 KVIL. Dude. The DFW area. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bolton, you might make fun of him, you might joke, but nothing makes you more in the mood for romance. Than that curly-headed fuck. <laughs> I, I would just like to take this opportunity to say I don't like. I don't seek out Michael Bolton for my own listening pleasure. Like, I'm probably going to now. Like ever, but I will now. That that is a you know that's a that was one hell of a ballad. No, that shit was that was pretty cool. I, I did not mind it. Here's a song by the guys that did the theme for the show, Cops. I've been watching you a la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 come on. A la 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 long. Dude, this, I'm immediately just gleeful. This is Inner Circle at number 14 with Sweat. Oh, this won a Grammy for uh, Best Reggae Album. Really? 
Yes, it also had that aforementioned theme from the show Cops. Oh, Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. Dude, Bad Boys. That, that's a cool song. Twenty-four weeks on the chart, peaked at number eight. We had a we had a reggae song or two last week. Yeah, like UB40 or something. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, was it? There might have been Fools two. Rush In, or I can't yeah. falling in love with yep. you. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, dude. It, it, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not crazy about it, but if it was on the radio, like in, in, in a lobby of a hotel, I'd probably be like, you know what? This is kind of a happy place. This is a great hotel. You know what? I think I will wait a little bit longer for my room key. So that is Inner Circle. What, what was an odd just change of... Yeah, I had to stop myself from painting it down there. Oh, okay. So that's sweat, parentheses, a la 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 long, in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> they want, like, that's, they understand, like, no, that's the part that yeah, people are going to Yeah, that's the hook. That's the People yeah. gonna, they're not going to know a single other fucking word. Here's another cover. Uh, Mr. Big doing a Cat Stevens song. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus la, la, la. Christ. Wild World. Dude, I, I don't. I, if there's any song that you could just skip, this, this would be it. No, sir. <laughs> We're playing it. <laughs> oh, man. This is from their album, Bump Ahead. Dude, are those candy canes on your tree? Are those real? Is that like actual candy hanging from your tree? That's a good question. And um, my answer is fourfold. No, they're not. Damn it. They're, they're, I they're was plastic. about to reach for one. Oh, I'm, you didn't have to fade it out if you didn't well, want we're, to. Well, we're talking dude. candy canes here. Oh, okay. I've got a big, beautiful Christmas tree. Ladies sit, and gentlemen. Sitting just about five feet from Mike. Seriously, is, like to my left... Is a beautiful tree of of Christmas, just tradition and happiness. I'm very happy to be this close. Mike is seated beneath a large and lighted wreath. Yes. With holly berries and pine cones. Holly berries, very nice. And uh, a lovely garland under that on our mantle. And six stockings that all match perfectly hung right behind him. It is very festive in here. I'm ready for Christmas. Yeah, no, I love it. My mom is awesome at decorating her and my father's house with uh, decorations, and she makes sure to burn lots of like cinnamon spices. Uh, It's amazing. I love going home over to their house around then. It's it's fucking great, man. Yeah, your house is. Is always your, you know, your parents' house. That is, is always great to be in in this yeah. time of year. Oh shit, yeah, dude, they do a great job. Really, my mom. I mean, my dad. I, I'm sure he helps a bit. 
Well, that Mr. Big version of yeah. Wild World was on the chart on the ch- on the chart for twelve weeks. Speaking at number weeks. twelve. It's okay if you have trouble speaking right now, Adam. It's this is one of the latest shows we've ever well, done. It, it's not my the fault. hour; it's the latency that comes through the headphones oh, at times yeah, that, yeah. that got me there. Yeah, um, yeah, this shit fucks us up, but yeah. we we plow through it. Tell me if you can. Uh, well, tell me. If you, do you know this song? Do you know these drums? Stone Cold KVL Classic right here. Dude, I I mean, was reggae just a big thing this year? Oh, yeah. There it is. This is Billy Joel. The River of Dreams. I must be looking for something. Something sacred I love. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I, I, yeah. It's too hard to crawl. Even though I know the river is wide, I walk down every evening and stand on the shore. I try to cross to the opposite side so I can finally find what I've been looking for in the middle of the night. I go walking in my sleep. I gotta be honest, I hate this fucking song. Oh, I like it. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, and I hate this shit. 26 weeks on the chart, peaking at number two. Hey, Billy. Um, nah, man. Nah. Keep it up, Billy. Actually... He did not keep it up. This is from his five-time platinum, 12th and final album of new material, River of Dreams. Oh, sorry, dude. I totally just kicked you in my oh, bed. That's all right, man. It's just my shin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he kind of stopped writing new new songs after this, but he's uh, he still performs. He's put out some live albums and... Uh, Written some like incidental music for films and stuff like that, but well, that was a um, shitty ender to a career. I, I think he went out on top. I think I mean, he went that, out. He, that, he, he had the hits. That song went to number two. Uh, I, I don't deny his incredible chart. success, but you know, it was a bitch ass song. See if you uh, know this guy's voice. There will be a voice eventually. <laughs> Dude, people love the intros. Oh, it's Phil. Yeah, it Phil Collins. How's it going, Phil? Both sides of the story. From his platinum fifth solo album, Both Sides. Phil played all of the instruments on this album. Yeah, I love Phil Collins. Love it. We 
And I think that Genesis is better off with Phil Collins as the band leader. Oh, I yeah. think that um, Peter Gabriel wrote songs that were not catchy, uh, not enjoyable, and could not fill stadiums. Phil Collins, however, did. Take that. Yeah, no, no. Peter Gabriel, awesome. And had a great solo career. But, like, come on, man. The shit with, you know, when he was fronting Genesis, it was, it was all weird. It was like, nah, this is not really easy to listen to. It's not. And people that think it, it is, you guys, you're lying to yourselves. You don't really like it. You love the album Invisible Touch because it's catchy and awesome. Now, this song in particular that we're listening to now, I don't like at all. Nothing about it I enjoy. Phil, <laughs> I hate you for this fucking train wreck that I'm hearing. And I'm extremely disappointed because I know you're capable of more. You're really Don Henleying me right now. Um, counterpoint. This is about as bad as the Tarzan soundtrack, which oh, sucks. Dude, the, the I hate it. Soundtrack is awesome. I fucking hate it. Okay. Hate it. You're wrong. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm right. No, you don't hate it. No, you no. like it. No, I, I really don't like it at all. You're I, like one I of those people not. that say they like the Genesis stuff. You don't like. No, I, I'm serious. I, I, the Tarzan, I, I, no, I don't like those songs. I um, really don't. But everything about it's good. The songwriting, it's, it's not. The lyrics, it's ch- you'll the... be in my. No, dude. No. Yes. No, you'll be in my. Heart. No, I hate that shit. All right, write in. Tell us, is Mike wrong about hating the Tarzan soundtrack? This is the 19. 19- 99 I don't know that's a that's a guess 1998 or 9 Disney animated version of the movie Tarzan with a soundtrack by Phil Collins uh, multi-platinum success of an album I understand how successful it is I, and I know that a lot of people probably disagree with me um, I want to hear from those people. I really really didn't like Phil's work for I want that, to hear from those soundtrack. who agree with Mike also. Is it good? Is it bad? Nah, Let me know. You can't. No Find jacket No jacket required. Um, nah, man. Face value. Those records are amazing. We're going to... You're going to come in here one night not knowing what the topic is, and it's going to be the Tarzan album. Oh, man. And God. you will oh, change fuck. your opinion. That's going to be the worst show <laughs> that we ever do. Well, speaking of worst, here's Def Leppard. <laughs> oh, dude, that's Take funny. that. Oh, man, Def Leppard fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> and I bet this is going to be a kick-ass. Yeah. This is Two Steps Behind. Oh, um, speaking of soundtracks, this was on the Last Action Hero soundtrack. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you ever see that movie? I didn't, know. Yeah, I saw that in the theaters at the Irving Mall, the AMC movie theater. Yeah, that place used to be great. Oh, it's it's great now. Have you been there lately? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's listen. funny. It's got recliners. Like, every seat is a recliner. A really at the Irving Mall? Yeah. Wow, really? The theater's great. The mall is, you know, a garbage heap. That's got a good theater. Yeah. Dude, you cannot tell me that you like this song. <laughs> no, this is fucking terrible. Okay, thank you. No, this is... No. A lot of bands like Def Leppard... Have one good song and everything else is no. terrible. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Pyromania and Hysteria, <laughs> High and Dry, those records. And the, and the shit that we played a few weeks ago. It was bad. Oh, it was, that was great. And... <laughs> 
Uh, Def Leppard, they, they rock, dude. They're awesome. So this is from a compilation album, which was like their B-sides and stuff. This yeah. is uh, from the album Retroactive, which went platinum, as did the soundtrack for Last Action Hero. So. But 19 weeks on the chart, this Def Leppard piece of crap peaked at number five. <laughs> I gotta agree with Adam. I'm uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. Good. Def Leppard. Bad. Yeah, that last Phil was that was definitely a bag of shit. <laughs> and so was the Def Leppard too. Oh, here's two a lovely yeah. lady we played last week. No way. Tony Braxton. Oh yeah, Tony. Another sad love song. At number nine. Twenty weeks on this chart. Peaked at number seven. From her eight-time platinum self-titled debut album. I think I recognize it. I think you'll really recognize the chorus. Yeah, there's something about like see like I really like this. Like what about it is so much better than the other like R and B. I don't know, but it is. It's just it is better. The production makes it stand out. Oh yeah, dude yes. Dude, yeah, man, that oh that chorus. Dude, now I, just, I won't sit around listening to Tony Braxton, dude. I do. Like, even that Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston song, yeah. just like the songwriting it, wasn't that was enough not to, very good. to make it stand out. Yeah. But like this, this has a good a good melody, good hook. Yeah. This is great. Hell yeah, man. It's fucking awesome. Dude. That was great. Once again, another sad love song. Poor Tony. Come on, Tony. I'm right here. Okay, now this next lady is definitely the biggest thing on this chart. What? This is Mariah Carey with Dream Lover. Oh, man. She had a lot of really great, catchy tunes. This is from her Diamond third album, Music Box. And Dude, listen to what that. What musical Holy instrument shit. was that? Is that some kind of piccolo? That was that was her, dude. <laughs> dude, she's just amazing. Or she used to be. Yeah.
Yeah, man. Like, th this too. I mean, it's like, I just, this isn't, I like it. So, I don't know. I mean. Well, you're not the only one that likes it. This spent 26 weeks on this chart, peaking at number one for eight weeks. It's awesome. So this album has sold more than 28 million copies worldwide. One of the best-selling albums of all time. Holy shit. What was it called? Music Box. Nice. And that is Dream Lover from that album. And you know what? We actually have a double shot of Mariah Carey dude, right here. We've dude, got yes. Hero. That's which great. Everybody knows this song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, this is a great song. Oh, dude. There's a hero. Dude, you know what I like about this? It's like... Change that's great. The, the um, I like that they add strings and like a little bit of orchestration. It kind of gives it like almost like a classic. Like th there's like a timelessness to it. Definitely. You know, like the first song we just heard was like you know kind of like early '90s. Yeah, of its time. But they're blending yeah. that vibe with with you know elements of things that would be considered timeless. That's what I like about this right now. This is great. It sounds like a Disney song. Yeah. Yeah, this could be a Disney princess. Before researching for this episode Was that Mariah Carey Writes her own songs Dude that's what makes her fucking incredible With a co-writer um, But like she wrote this and the last one with Each with a different co-writer Who also for each Produced that song And She has a five octave range Yeah she's Which yeah. she can go crazy high Uh huh which is what that sound at the beginning of Dream Lover was. It sounds like some kind of whistle or <laughs> yeah, piccolo yeah. or something. Yeah. But, yeah, she's a true talent and yeah, just, you know, kind of. People really talk a lot of shit about her because of, like, the, uh, you know, just, like, her fucking up the Christmas song a few years ago. Yeah. And, look, you know, maybe... Maybe it's, maybe it's true. Maybe she has, is done and has had her day and is is just kind of clawing at her you know her her fame you know in previous decades but there is absolutely no denying that this for her was you know it was she wasn't just one of those pop stars that that the the industry made no no the, the, this right. woman this woman was incredible these these songs are yeah, these songs rare are great like, she she was great these those records were amazing this is a great song the song before was great um there, there, are, there are several other Mariah Carey songs that I, that I'm, I am familiar with, and they are all fucking fantastic. They're really catchy. 
Her voice is amazing. It can be, it can be, it can, it can, like right now, this one is, is just like, I mean, you, you, you can't help but look into the skies and feel heroic yourself. I mean, she's inspiring. She inspires greatness within people. She inspires fun and whimsical, uh, you know, just a nature of uh, all manner of positive feelings. So, every, you know, everybody, everybody, of course, they're going to talk shit about someone who is absolute, absolute titan at one point. And yeah. uh, I, I, for one, choose to continue to celebrate the talent that she is. And, uh, and I thank you, Mariah. Uh, the world is better because of your music and the gifts that you have graciously shared with us. Thank you so much, Mariah Carey. True legend. And she just and you know what? Owned, you, you, like... you, can, you can go on TV and fucking sing and you know be as good or as bad as you want fuck it get on get on stage get on television do it who the hell cares do whatever you want mariah you deserve it yeah. you're beautiful you're a beautiful woman get get up there yeah. can i may I speak go ahead go ahead okay <laughs> now, she's great man she I'm, is i'm sick of people I, I fucking talking shit about mariah carey she absolutely owned the 90s and i mean she had to share spotlight with some other divas of the era like <laughs> Yeah, well, they Celine tried. Celine Dion and um, oh, Celine Whitney Dion. Houston. And Whitney, you stayed with a beater for too long, so your credit is fucking gone. But if you're into major tonal shifts... <laughs> this this was, is insane. <laughs> this is a great song that I'm absolutely fucking tired of. Oh, man, I, I still love it. I can see how you would be, though. Yeah, yeah. Because the alternative stations have not stopped playing. No, no, they're never going to stop playing. Not for a single day. And, you know, young people love this song. You know, I mean, it's expanding to new generations all the time. It's... We've been talking about songs that sound timeless. Yeah, this is one of them. And I was I was playing this earlier, getting this playlist ready. And yeah. my wife Natalie thought that this was from the seventies. Really? Yeah. I'm like, no, they were like, they were in Jamaica. Yeah. Here at number six, we have Blind Melon with No Rain. 26 weeks on the chart, peaked at number four. You know, I say I'm tired of it, but it's it's a song that I, I, even though I'm tired of it, I can't say that I hate it. I could never hate this song. It's a happy song. And that little girl in the bumblebee outfit in the video, yep. you can't, don't, I mean, to hate this song would be to hate her, and you can't hate her. She's a wonderful little girl. Just fucking jumping around in a bumblebee costume. That's really cool. She's totally enjoying herself. <laughs> so, no, I'll, I will never say that I hate this song. I could never hate it. Tired of it. Fucking tired as hell of it. But, you're, I, no you're way. You're kind of doing the it. same thing you did for Mariah Carey. I'm sorry. The little bumblebee girl. Well, I thought she... I mean, she had a great time. No, she was... They were. They probably just the like, just fucking run around do whatever you want. And the little black and yellow tutu. Yeah. Dude, four-time platinum self-titled debut album. 
Blind Melon. I I always thought they were like a Seattle band, but they were a Los Angeles band. Oh, uh, from uh, oh wait, Los Angeles, Lo- California. Los, Los Angeles, California. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, did you know that? I did. I lived there. Yeah. For some time. I, I remember. I have to, you know, you know, I visited you there, right? Like I came yeah. to your apartment. Yeah. You. Uh, I saw where you slept on a balcony. Uh huh. I lived outside. Yeah. I was uh, living outside. A lot of people live outside in Los Angeles. They're uh, they're called homeless people. <laughs> and I was. Uh, I, I told you where I took my wife for our anniversary dinner. We. Uh, you were in we, downtown, right? We bought a Groupon, not ever having been to Los Angeles, and uh, we went to the city of tents. Pretty much. What, oh, what you went to Skid Row. Yeah, we there. They are there. Skid Row. We went to Skid Row, where where thousands of people were living in tents. And, Dude, uh, there was this nice Italian restaurant, and in the restaurant it looked great. It was like fancy, and multiple star rating. Like I don't know. Four and or five it, star it was restaurant. it was in fucking Skid and, Row. Well, it probably would have been, but uh, yes, it wasn't. Like there were there were people like there were. There, there were people everywhere, just homeless people all over the place, and it was a, uh, it was quite scary. Yeah, no, th- dude, that's a really terrifying. I, can't, I didn't know you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I know I did at the time. I, oh, I did. Yeah, did. for sure. I, I told you, uh, like you, you asked where we were eating or something, and I told you, and you're like, oh my gosh, be careful. Oh wow, yeah, no, yeah, Skid Row is fucked up. Yeah, it was a, uh, but I mean, it was a. Uh, we we were safe and we had a an excellent. That's uh, cool, man. You survived. Fancy yet inexpensive day. Yeah, man. You gotta watch Thanks out. Thanks to Groupon. Yeah, Los Angeles. And the bums. Fucking bums, dude. Ugh. What is love? Oh Baby, my god. Is this La Bouche? No. Oh. This is Hathaway. Hathaway. Dude. No, this is not just Hathaway. This is. Trinidadian German Euro dance recording artist Hathaway. Nice. From his debut album, The Album, What Is Love? The single is certified gold. 26 weeks on the chart, peaked at number four. They still play this, dude. They do. This is also kind of like a joke song, too. Yeah, immortalized by Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Night at the Roxbury. It's a joke about sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan and Jim Carrey or whoever else was on the show at the time with dance up on people and then just like start violently humping them <laughs> yeah yeah they did that yeah yeah you're not really allowed to do that no no in no. real life but it's fun it's funny it's a very funny thing to, to think about and to see yeah yeah but you, you don't try it i think the joke that they were making with uh with having this song play at every night of the roxbury skit they did yeah was just that, you know, it was really ubiquitous because this was another song that was massively overplayed. Oh, my gosh. And I can yeah. only imagine going to dance clubs in those days, which I never go to anyway. But, yeah. like, I, I bet this was played, like, every night. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. We should go to a dance club. Just just wait around see if they play it. 
but they still do. They just sit around, and once they do, like, oh, cool. What? At least should we go dance? Remix or? version of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe they can't because people would just try to do that Roxbury dance and get thrown out. Dude, <laughs> that's funny. We had to throw out like ten guys covered in Axe body spray. Oh my god, that's funny. That's probably so true. That is Hathaway at number five. What is love? Awesome. That's um, fun, man. That is fun. I don't think you'll know this one. But let's see. Oh, man, I kind of like it already. I'm digging these ballads. So far, so good. Yes. Dude, is this Brian Adams? Yeah. I love Brian Adams. Yes. Oh, fuck yes. Dude, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, there are not a lot of artists out there that can capture your heart. And I implore you, listen to Brian Adams. And... Particularly, listen or watch videos on YouTube of him performing at Wembley in 1995, especially when he starts to sing his hit song, Heaven. He, he, he goes up to the mic to begin, but no. Tens of thousands of English people begin singing it, and he allows them to. He allows them to take the first verse. Listen. Yes. Come on, Brian. Dude, I, lo- I love Brian Adams. How to write an anthem, dude? Like, these songs, Brian Adams' songs, Heaven, this one, uh, everything I do, I do it for, for you. Um, that one was bullshit. Um, have you ever loved a woman, dude? Brian uh, Adams yes. has some of the best fucking ballads that absolutely pull you apart. This is some of the most lovable, yearning songs. I mean, imagine you're just driving. You know, you know there's that woman, there's that man. You gotta tell him, God, you feel it, you're pounding. It's an earthquake whenever you see them. It's almost as if you worry that they see your knees shaking. You you you, you can't breathe, you you, you you can hardly, you you know that whenever you swallow, it's huge. You don't want them to see your eyes, you, you, you can't, but at the same time, you can't take your eyes off them. You, you, your, your eyes meet and, and it's like this magnet. It scares you and frightens you, but at the same time, you absolutely cannot look away. I mean, it's as if looking at a cloud uh, and the sun is burning you, but it's just so beautiful. You just, fuck it, man. I'm just going to keep gazing at this miraculous thing, and uh, I'm just going to let it destroy me. Because that's how powerful it is. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely. You 
are covering the way humanity loves and cares for each other. Absolutely. This is romance. This is... Ah, man. This is what it is to be human. Let's up this chorus. I know not what to do. Please forgive me. The pre-chorus lifts you. It does. You think it's about to explode. Yeah. But then it goes down. Yeah, it lays you down. Settle. And then it grows again. Oh, come on, Brian. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's a long chorus. Yeah. Most courses that, would have ended. That ended right that. there, dude. So this had the same thing going for it that uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers did, yeah. where it was a single, uh, a previously unreleased single from the Greatest Hits album. Yeah, and uh, it actually became a hit. Yeah, which is rare because this was on the chart for 26 weeks, peaking at number two. Nice. Five-time platinum greatest hits album. So far, so good. Oh man, I'm. I, you know, I think I might go buy that shit. Brian Adams, man, I love Brian Adams. Ryan Adams fucking sucks compared to Brian Adams, and I know a lot of people are gonna disagree with me because of the current coolness of uh, Ryan Adams. Uh, Ryan Adams, oh, fuck you, man. I've liked Ryan Adams for a long time. Oh man, Ryan Adams is bullshit. No, nothing. Nothing really speaks humanity like Brian Adams. What the fuck is this? This is meatloaf. <laughs> what? Oh god. <laughs> is this is the fucking song from the Pepsi commercial. Yeah, it is. Or the Dr. Pepper or something. One of the sodas. Is it Dr. Pepper? I don't remember. I think it's Dr. Pepper. Or Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I respect Meatloaf, though. This is a 12-minute song. Holy shit. Are you serious? The single version is only five minutes and five and a half minutes or so. Wow. But um, 21 weeks on this chart, peaked at number two from his five-time platinum album, Bad Out of Hell 2, wow. Back Into Hell. Damn. Best rock vocal Grammy. I just... So listen to this. I, I, I copied this and pasted it because it's so ridiculous. The last... Six verses <laughs> feature a female singer who is credited only as Mrs. Loud in the album notes. Uh, she was later identified as Lorraine Crosby. Oh. So Mrs. Loud sings six verses. This song is insane. Wow. You know who Jim Steinman is? No. He wrote uh, songs, epic songs of this ilk. Um. The, the Celine Dion hit um, It's All Coming Back to Me Now Yeah, that was a big, big song Yeah, he wrote that um, He wrote Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart 
Oh, that's a great song. And it's also a joke. It is, yeah. You're Have right. you seen it, the fucking the, music video? The literal music video, or the literal? No, the real one with the fucking football players that bust with, through with the, with the glowing eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's is that a, a real video? Is that really the video? Yeah, and there's a version where like somebody sings literal lyrics about what's happening <laughs> in the video, and it's it's really funny. It's like that, one of the first, you know, one of the early YouTube videos. Yeah, so. that's funny. But yeah, Jim Steinman could write epic songs. Yeah, I, 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 he might still. He's still alive. He's like 71 now. But. Wow. Uh, Jim, please uh, calm, fucking calm down. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. What the hell are you doing? Shit. So this single reached number one in 28 countries. Are you serious? What? Dude, that's the thing. Dude, that's why Brian Adams... I'm sorry, Meat, to bring Brian into your limelight, but that that's the thing about, like, Brian Adams, and honestly, the Beatles, too. You know, like, they captivated the world because the world loved... I, mean, I, I, really, I know that the world can be harsh and cruel, but I think at the heart of it, we want to love each other. We, we want to feel needed because, in, in truth, we all need each other. And when you, when you have an epic Ooh. fucking song about love, that's why ballads... That's why they say the record industry even tells groups like, "Hey, you gotta have a ballad. You have to have yeah, a love yeah. song. If you want to sell two million records, have a pumper. But if you want to sell four million records and plus, you gotta have a ballad." People relate to passion because that's just who we are. You know, I, I know that we're capable of terrible things, but I think in reality, we love reconciliation. We we love peace. Oh. I, I, I believe in that. And and that's what Meat is probably talking about right fucking now. And Brian Adams, too. Not Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams is a dickhole fuck suck. But Brian Adams is great. Hang on. I, I, I hear Mrs. Loud. Is this verse one of six? Probably. So Meatloaf says that the question, what is that, is one of the most common questions he's asked I also but if you look at the lyrics all you have to do is look at the lyrics because it's answered in the song for each verse there's there's like a couple things he names that he'll do for love and there's one that he won't and there's like four or five of them I don't know all of it. oh my gosh we just listened to almost all five minutes of meatloaf <laughs> were you serious <laughs> yeah wow. we, we did we, we, we talked about other things during it, but we actually I can't well, believe you it. Know, we I mean, that whole five-minute, I'll tell you, song. that song didn't suck. It didn't. No. And I, I again, I don't listen to Meatloaf, but no. that was pretty listenable. It was listenable, yeah. So weird. We just listened to a five-minute Meatloaf song. Never thought that would happen. That is totally fine. Number two. Number Janet two. Jackson. Janet. Again. I like Janet Jackson. Name of the song. 25 weeks on this chart. Pete here at number two. This is a platinum single from her six-time platinum fifth album, Janet. We heard a if from this last week. Yeah. That was a totally different experience than this. That was like industrial oh, sounding yeah. and... Did I like it? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, we, we both liked it, surprisingly. Yeah. I, I didn't oh, I like Janet Jackson. I'm surprised I liked it. Uh, Nami's 
Mike. How many nommies? Well, I don't know how many because I'm sure it had some Grammy noms, but it was nominated for an Oscar. Really? And for a Golden Globe. Fuck. For best song. And it was in the movie, her first starring role, Poetic Justice. Shit. Oh, she was in The Nutty Professor 2, wasn't she? The Clumps? Oh, was she? I think so. The love interest. I always liked Janet Jackson. She seemed like a really sweet lady. And I bet she's a nice person. And I'll be honest. I think Michael Jackson is great. I'm a fan. Do you, do you like this song? I don't hate it. It's too light and airy for me. Like, I, I it, can't it, it really light dig airy. into it. You know, like, it, it's just... I don't hate it, but it's true. I'm, I'm having trouble latching on to anything. Yeah. I feel like it's... it's Like, I feel like Something nothing's really happening. There's no straight beat. There's no straight rhythm. There's not. It's just kind of like letting us dangle. Need some percussion or something. Like... I don't. I don't hate it, but I can't. I mean, I just. I can't really get into it. But you know, love Janet. Janet Jackson. Thanks, two. Janet. Okay, Mike. Yeah. We've reached fucking the number point one in the show. We're we're about to play the number one song from this chart. Shit. November twenty seventh, nineteen ninety three. What was number one on the pop chart? Fuck, I don't know. A little band out of Sweden. Oh my god. Ace of Base. All that she wants. Dude, yeah. I fucking love it. Dude, yeah, man. Ace of Base is great. This is a platinum single from a nine time platinum album, The Sign. Dude, I love it. This song is so fucking catchy. Everything by Ace of Bass is just perfect. I only know a couple of their hits. The sign. Dude, the, the Swedes are great at writing this kind of pop. And other things too. I think I think um, Swedish producer uh, Max Martin. I think he is from Sweden. He's behind, pretty much responsible for the Backstreet Boys, uh, Britney oh. Spears, a lot of huge pop stars. Max Martin. Max Martin. Yeah, I think that's his name. He's probably a very wealthy man. He's extremely wealthy. Yes. Yeah, man. This song. This this sounds like that time. Yeah. But yet they still play it. Not in a bad way. Not really. No, you're right. It's it's 
it's nostalgic, but not in a bad way. And it, it's like not, it's not nostalgic in which it should just stay where it is. Because I still hear this sometimes on oh, the yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. 26 weeks on the chart. Stayed here at number one for nine weeks. That's longer than either of those Mariah Carey hits. Damn. Some of this shit sounds like it was done on a Casio keyboard. Yeah. Which did. Props, man. Sounds cheap as shit, but fucking valuable as hell. Man, there's something really cool about the background vocals here. Yeah, I like that shit. It's awesome. Asa Bass was like three siblings and then some other guy. I love it, man. I love it. That was that, great. That is the year 1993 in a nutshell. That was great, man. That was that was that was fun. That was a really fun chart. Yeah, if you um, wanted to know what it was like to listen to the radio 25 years ago today, that's what you would have heard. Just Turn modern pop radio, radio, top 40. Here, I mean, here. All Blind kinds Mellon, of shit, dude. Right yeah. after uh, Michael Bolton and between Bobby Brown and. It, it, you just never know what you were going to get. Dude, that was really great. That was so much fun. I like that shit. Dude, yeah, man. I mean, like, and again, you know, I feel like back in the day, I would have just shat on all those songs. Like, it, you know, it's not cool. Or I don't know. Well, I think I was pretty young. I don't think I was old enough to really formulate a trendy opinion. Yeah, I wasn't. You know? I wasn't old enough to be insecure about the things I liked. I was so, ways away from owning like my first CD or anything like that. I mean, I had a yeah. I was a ways away from from that. Like I was more interested in M- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, toys and shit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. really into music yet, but I remember. I do remember Ace of Base. I think I was in third grade at the time, and I and I remember like thinking like oh yeah i like that song i like when it comes on the radio like i don't want anyone to change the channel i want to keep them to keep it on i don't remember like and i do think i remember my dad hated brian adams but i remember kind of like feeling like kind of bad because secretly i I always liked him because because i mean wishing your dad didn't hate him like yeah yeah yeah. but my dad my dad would get sick of sick of it because they played Brian Adams a lot. So he, it probably wasn't something he got with his Columbia Record Club. Or no, no, yeah, he had that and would get. Like I said, I think I've said earlier on the podcast. Yeah, I just I felt like when you got to a certain age, um, you just got CDs in the mail. They yeah. just they were <laughs> sent to you. Like that. If only that were the case. Every month, my dad would get like five CDs. Like it was, it was incredible. Like, but never Brian Adams. No, never. He never got Brian Adams. Too bad. That was not something he received. That was a fantastic chart. This has been a fantastic show, full of romance, reggae. sadness, reggae, <laughs> um, s- stupid, fucking, terrible shit. Good R and B, bad R and B. Um, and a diva, you know, and, and a diva, or yeah, several. Uh, well, two, I think. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, um, 
Yeah, folks. Uh, I I can't remember what if we had any questions or anything like that. Uh, well, what what did we? Did anybody write us or did we even check? I don't think we've checked uh, yet. I I actually have been kind of inactive on like our social media uh, accounts. Well, it's been it's been it's been a holiday. It, yeah, I was definitely taking a break. You know, no, we, yeah, we, we took a, we, no, taking we my leave. But yeah, it's fine. We will uh. We'll be with you in another week, talking yeah. more great music, and um, yeah. see what 1994 has in store for us this time. Absolutely, around. folks. Um, if you're out there doing Black Friday shopping or any kind of shit like that, please. Black be Friday just means the end of December now, or November. Yeah, people keep saying like, that. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That was last week. Yeah, that shit's it's over. Been several. Yeah. It's yeah, like how, how the fuck long are they going to extend Black let Friday? Let it go. I mean, car dealerships, I, Lexus. It's not Friday anymore. Fucking seriously, man. <laughs> like, I guess it kind of does take the uh, the pressure away from having it one day where people get trampled and shit, and, and we, we we embarrass ourselves. The rest oh, of the world's well, watching yeah. us That's how kill each other for merchandise. It's, it's entertaining to me because, like, you know. No, I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's really funny to see that shit happen. Um, it is funny. It's sad, but it's funny. Uh, folks, um... I don't know about you, but I I I I feel uh, man, I've eaten so much so much food, so many, so many breaded things, and I I think my head is swell. I drank a lot of wine before I came here. I was very drunk. Then I ate dinner and I sobered up and I came here, mm-hmm. and it has been a fantastic episode. Yeah, I'm has. probably gonna drink another water before I leave, if that's okay with oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, please. I hope you have one too, ladies and gentlemen. 1991 is very happy that you come and stop by and listen. We enjoy it. We enjoy you. Please send us your questions, comments on how we are and who we are. If you like us or hate us, ask us questions we will answer. Request some shit. We might play it. Uh, I'll let you know what I think of your bullshit. If it's if it's cool, if it sucks, um, we want to hear from you. We love it. We're going to be doing... This is great. I love it. I mean, I'm. it's late. I'm fucking tired. Adam is really tired. So we got to get going. Ladies and gentlemen, um, love each other. Uh, cherish each other. Most importantly, honestly, and don't be selfish, but you have to love yourself. Ladies and gentlemen. Well said, Mike. It's Adam and I, 1990. What? Signing off. Good night. Good night.